Hey there, welcome to Festival Insider. Whether you're an electronic music fan, festival enthusiast, or working professional, Festival Insider podcast brings you stories from some of the most interesting and exciting minds inside the dance music industry. Join hosts Michael Julian and Emma Capotis as they dive into topics for insiders by insiders. Hey, insiders, welcome to the podcast. I'm Emma Capotis. And I'm Michael Julian. Today, we have a really exciting interview, uh, but first and foremost, welcome. We're really excited you're here. We hope you guys are enjoying the episode so far and just know you can always connect with us, give us feedback, reach out at Festival Insider. Our DMs are always open, but we're really excited you're here. Today, we have an interview with the incredible house producer, Dombreski. We're really excited to hear his story and just you know, hear how he's been handling this whole past year, how he feels about live events coming back, talk house music. MJ, what else is up? <laughs> well, I think you've said it all. Uh, <laughs> but thank you guys for the support. We really appreciate you. And let's go and talk to Dom. Yep. Please join us in welcoming Dom Bresky to the podcast. Hello. Hello, hello. First off, we want to welcome you to the podcast. We're super excited you're here. Um, just to give you a little background and context, we basically started this podcast to sort of like unite the fans with the industry professionals and sort of, you know, establish more of a relationship between the two of them so that, you know, they can see <clears throat> all of the hard work and effort that really goes in behind the scenes. And then, you know, have people like you on here who are at the top of their game and talk about how you got here, hear your journey. And, you know, we'll pick your brain about music, all that good stuff, current events, <laughs> wherever the conversation nice. leads us. But um, yeah, how are you doing? How's everything going by you? Uh, I'm good. It was a tough uh, year, but uh, I feel better now because I see the light under the tunnel. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, it was a lot of up and down in uh, 2020 for sure. Uh, the beginning was, the, the first two months was funny because I was in the middle of my tour and I was like, oh, I'm going to rest for, for four weeks. That's, <laughs> not, that's not bad because I, I was tired. It was uh, exhausted. Um, but then after that, I realized it, was, uh, it would be more longer. So then I went down. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I didn't give up, so we we tried to make some uh, some stuff and try to find uh, some way to uh, to stay active. Which was yeah, we'd love to know you know how pandemic kind of uh, changed your life. We speak to a lot of artists and a lot of friends, and you know me being in the industry, and there was a lot of disappointment, a lot of going broke, but then a lot of also looking at the bright side and changing a lot of ways that I think will affect the future with the travels and the schedule and also spending a lot of quality time with friends and family and sleeping in the normal hours. Mm -hmm. You know, I really want to get to it and ask your take about virtual festivals and digital stuff and things like this. But I think the most interesting for everyone uh, watching and listening is going to be to hear your story. Uh, you know, we always start out with our own kind of take because, you know, we can relate and I think that makes things interesting. And for me, you know, I, uh, I've seen your name a lot uh, at some point. You know, I've heard from friends in LA that uh, you were a big part of a scene there. So it's kind of surprising that I didn't run into you earlier. And then what happened is what always happens. You know, once you start noticing something, all of a sudden it's everywhere. So that's yeah. what happened to me with you, you know. Once that happened, then I think we did a show in New York, uh, maybe it was Chris, and uh, you were a part of it, and that was really cool, and some people came out, and 
you know i'm like oh cool chris is there and they were like no no we're here to see dom i'm like who and so you know they told me and then yeah and then i had a conversation with with michael and some other guys about you for elro and i'm like wow this music will really fit and then you know we, we went to back to the to ibiza you know a lot on the island and we were at you know one of our favorite restaurants and keep this this track you're playing i'm like i love this track and like who is it i said i have no fucking idea so i put the shazam on that's the best way to uh, find some music that's the yeah. best way yeah, yeah yeah no i put the shazam on and and of course it was it was you and i'm like oh okay and, and it kind of all kind of grew very very Came quickly again. Like, what the hell <laughs> yeah no i checked out some sets i'm like i want to know where he comes from and then i learned French and it's like I want to know Emma wants to know everybody wants to know how did you get here where did it all begin uh so when I arrived in America how, when well, did you get into music man how did you start this journey as an so artist it started it started a long time ago I was a, I was a, back in the day I was a R&B and hip hop DJ in France for for a long time um then uh, I tried to introduce some uh, house in my set in my hip hop R&B set but I, I realized it would be a, a, a long journey to, uh, to, to uh, make people realize I changed my style. So I decided in 2015 to change my name and become Dombreski, which comes from my name Dombrest, so I mm-hmm. added the key at the end. Uh, then I, uh, I, I start from the scratch. I, I was a little bit famous in France with my own name as a hip hop, but I decided to stop. And uh, so then I, I decided in the same time to produce music because at the beginning I'm a DJ. I learned how to produce when I create Dombreski. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, then I start to, uh, to uh, sign some track on the Chemis label, Chami in France, mm-hmm. yeah, on Confessions, uh, which uh, I think he, uh, he fit well with the American market. Mm-hmm. Uh, my first track was uh, Utopia on the uh, Confession. And then uh, we were in Paris with uh, my manager back in the day and some friends. We were like, we know friends. We know what's going on here. It's cool, but I, I, I needed more. I, need to see, I needed to see something else. And uh, we are like, let's, let's try America. Let's, let's try it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I never said that, but back in the day when we decided to move, I have like $700 in my account when we decided to come in America. So we just have the tickets uh, and uh, we're like, Let's try it. So we uh, start first in Miami. And uh, so it was uh, my manager and another friend. Um, and uh, yeah, we start to, uh, to, uh, to work uh, in Miami. So I, some people helped me to produce, like to, uh, to, uh, to create music. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then, yeah, it went uh, step by step, really slowly. I mm-hmm. became uh, a little bit famous, but I started to have some gigs. And uh, six months after Miami, we decided to realize it will be hard to make some contact in Miami for the music industry. It will be better to be in Los Angeles. So we decided to move to Los Angeles and uh, yeah, we start to be- What year was this when you got to Miami from France? So it was in 2016, end of 2016, yeah. Five years ago. It was really poor, uh, Don Bresky. No money, Don Bresky. <laughs> well, what were you so doing? Then... Were you playing the club scene a lot there? <laughs> uh, not, not that much because we didn't know anybody. Okay. So that's why we, we, we decided to, to move to, to LA. To, like there is an insomniac, all the people and all the mm-hmm. producers were there. Like uh, the, the, the producers I, I liked, uh, they were in, uh, in Los Angeles. So I was like, yeah. So we decided after six months to go to LA and uh, 
I start to have my own show, uh, to do some shows, little shows, and and uh, and the sauce uh, became something, and uh, mm. I'm here now. <laughs> and I was gonna say that's a that's a big <laughs> growth and a big change though to to yeah, get yeah, signed it, to Chami's label too. That's amazing. I yeah, love that track. I, I, my my uh, my philosophy was like I I, I even like uh, sign uh, uh, my EP like this. Uh, trust the, my first EP was on Fool's Gold record. And uh, the name was uh, 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 Reaching Perfection. And my second EP was an insomniac. It was like, uh, trust the process. I like the, the philosophy of uh, enjoying the, the journey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't have any big goals. I, I just like the process. Keep going, yeah. So mm-hmm. Keep going, like going slowly, but every time like this, uh, it was uh, my philosophy since the beginning. And I think that's what I, I found. This is, this is kind of incredible, you know, because you you go to a country and then to another city and you don't really know anyone. You also don't really have the name. How does, who takes the first shot on Dombrowski? Like who says, okay, I'm going to book this guy to play in the show. How did that come about? So, uh, yeah, at the beginning, I, I, had a lot, uh, I had a lot of support from the, from the French, uh, I don't know if you know PMF, pardon my French, DJ Snake, Chami, Mala. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have, uh, so they pushed me at the beginning, which me uh, for sure. Uh, then I have I wanted to sign a, 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 a I was a fan of False God Records, so I wanted to sign a, a, a song of False God. And I have a friend who knows a track, so I sent him some music and he liked it. And I signed my first EP on uh, on False God, which was crazy. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, so yeah, first God gave me a shot. Uh, pardon my French, give me a shot. And then my first gigs was uh, with uh, Art Festival 2016, Art Fest. Got it. In, okay. uh, in California, yeah. That's what I did my first, uh, my first show. Uh, I played before Rez. was good. She was, oh, uh, cool. Yeah, it was, was great during the day. I was going to say that's a pretty, pretty amazing uh, group of artists that you just mentioned there to have the support from and it's interesting. I was going to ask you a little bit about the market and how it's different in France, even now, like the dance music scene there versus in the United States. Uh, it's, uh, it's uh, yes, yeah, for sure it's different. The first thing, uh, uh, the big difference I saw, it, it was when I went to this festival. I think it was my first festival in America. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even as a, as, a, as a human being. And uh, I was in shock to see like people like dressing like crazy stuff, like, mm-hmm. like, uh, which I which I, I loved it. I was like, oh, they play the game. Like the 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 crowd, like they, the girls come with the like naked. <laughs> like I was like, what 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 is that? And that that's for me was the first big difference I saw between America and France. Like the crowd here, they play the game. Like they go extreme with the with the with the with the vibe, and the, they they are really a uh, passion. They put a lot of passion of all the. So uh, I can say my, my English is not that good. Sorry. Okay. The brighter, uh, all the good, it's a br- all, br- all the goodies, <laughs> all the goodies around the EDM industry. I loved it. Like they had yeah, the, the wristband, the, the, the hair, like, and in France, it's not like that. They, it's mm-hmm. not like that. After, after all, a big, a, a good crowd is the, is the same all around the world. Like if you are, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter where you are. There is big, good crowd in France. There is an amazing crowd in America, but yeah, the outfit and the, the stuff like the, the flag, the, the, the mm-hmm. I, I, and I was like, oh, I love that. And I love probably, <laughs> probably there's something to be said. And I can't generalize it about everything, but there's something to be said about the fact that in America, I feel like a lot of the festivals, especially 
you know, in the past six, seven, eight years, a lot of people are going for the first time. So they are so excited about going that for them, it's not just about who is the DJ. For them, it's like, oh my yeah. God, I'm here. This is insane. I've never been to one. This is big. And look at all those lights. And they are more into like celebrating life and being yeah, there yeah, yeah. than necessarily like, okay, run to this set, run to that set. I think that is something you can always feel. It's yeah. almost a little more like kids in the candy store in America and a lot yes. of this, this type of festivals, you know? Yeah, as, as, a, as a French guy, when I, when I saw that, I was like, oh, that's, that's amazing. So it's the best combination to have with this energy and uh, with the crowd energy. You know, it's something good's gonna happen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. you, know, you, you know, when you, you give, and it makes you feel you have to give them back the energy. So there is a good relationship with the crowd here. I, I love it. I love it. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. As I was gonna say, your, your sets are always very high energy as well. It's just like they're infectious. They make you wanna dance and move and everything like that. And do you have any favorite festival, actually any favorite festivals to play or any favorite festival memories? Uh, yes, for sure. Um, I remember uh, Coachella, for sure. Uh, I played in Dulab, uh, yeah, it was in 2018. Uh, fun story, like when I start super early, so I was like, okay, that's cool. That's cool to do. That, that's cool to do Coachella. I was like, oh, there is, when I start, like before to start, there was like 100 people in the crowd. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be okay. I'll just be happy to be there. That's already good. And I start, and like in five minutes, I swear to God, like in five minutes, like it becomes packed, like <laughs> so packed. And uh, and I don't know what what happened, but it was insane. Like mm -hmm. the energy was insane. It was super early, so I think like I feel like the people are had a lot of energy to spend because it was early, and uh, it was incredible. Well, my best set. Uh, also, the, the EDC, uh, I think it was uh, 2018, EDC uh, Las Vegas, it was great too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but uh, Coachella was amazing. In, in a club surroundings, what was the biggest show you've played as Dombrowski so far? Uh, I think I, I played uh, play the, the main stage in EDC Vegas. Okay. EDC Las Vegas, yes. So it was a lot of people. It was, mm -hmm. a, it was a big crowd. I didn't see the end, but uh, it was good. But also it, it makes me realize like, I don't think my music fits with this kind of huge crowd. Mm. Yeah. And, uh, but I, I, I have to try it. I tried it. And, and then I decided maybe it's not, it's not the best way to share my music. I feel my music is like more intimate uh, crowd. Mm -hmm. So I have more fun when, I, when I'm, super close with the crowd when I, I can even check ends or you know that's why i like personally yeah it's probably a different feeling and again you know i actually i saw you play output in brooklyn so i saw how it did in a smaller environment and it was really great i think thank you i think all the shows are very different and i'm 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 confident there'll be some like bigger rooms you'll also enjoy playing but generally speaking yeah i'm you know, I'm just thinking, to, like you said, you don't see the end of the crowd. That's like a lot of people yeah, yeah, yeah. feeling because them out. I, I, I love to control the, 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 the beginning and the end of the crowd. I, I, I love to have a control of the crowd. I really love it. That's mm -hmm. what I do. That's what I try to do. And uh, yeah, when, when you don't see the hands, it's hard. <laughs> it's hard to be inside. You know what I mean? It's hard to be inside. And also, I don't really like when I'm so high, like when the, when the DJ, DJ is <laughs> yeah. so high. I don't like it. I like to be in the just a little bit higher and mm -hmm. uh, yeah 
Well, in the back, I was going to say at EDC Las Vegas too, you're like a dot because there's all these screens and then fire. Yes, yes, like ridiculous. yes. <laughs> when I, read it, I saw the stage, I was like, wow. Yeah. But I was happy to play there. It was amazing. But uh, yeah, it makes me sure I said some stuff about that. But it was great. It was big. It was big. When yep. you turn down the, the, the return speakers, you can hear your music. Like there is five seconds delay between you and the crowd. Yeah. That's funny. I yeah. can't even imagine. What's your uh, go-to track that you like go to it always makes the crowd go absolutely nuts like every single time oh it depends uh the, if you talk about my music depends of the of the of the risk there is some song i don't play anymore like my mm -hmm. my first songs i sign I, I don't play them anymore but uh right now uh yeah so sacrifice is, is going nuts for sure so good. and uh <laughs> also like i'm I'm, uh, I'm surprised with a simple hit because uh when I was talking about the process stuff before, mm -hmm. uh, I feel it's the same with my music. My music doesn't uh, become big when I release it. It takes months. It takes mm -hmm. months to be famous, which I love that. It's love it's, it. it's timeless. I totally agree. Like I love, right? and, I, and I love it. I love it. I love it so much. Like I, and now a simple hit is uh, is the is I released this song like two or two or three years ago, I don't even know. And now it's my, uh, one of my biggest songs of my, of my song. Exactly. It, it's and, uh, so crazy now, right? Because you have the tools like Spotify and what ultimately happens is a lot of fans have different uh, uh, preferences of the music they like, right? right? They like different styles. And then some songs, they just sit, 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 sit. And then with something like a Spotify, it gets on, you know, Discover Weekly. And then like exactly. it picks up the right people and you can just go out Two years later it's really timeless mm -hmm. uh, i totally understand what you mean by that um and it's it's really really um a, a great right now timing just like for even for your style i feel like mm -hmm. that style of music right now uh it is bring it brings so much energy that it's just gonna keep growing and growing and growing and growing and you know one of the things that we do because you know I'm I'm in Ibiza a lot and I'm involved in a lot of house music and techno events and brands and there's always been this type of like think about it like a, a borderline where some the black shirts they like the underground they think they're underground most of them <laughs> don't know what that really means and then yeah. on the other side you got a different fan base that maybe came from a different uh, perspective of music and and eventually has um shifted into a different uh preference right and and, mm -hmm. and now they like what you play because it's very energetic and i think this type of house music is a big future you know it's nowhere near at its peak it's just growing and i think it's gaining credibility it's gaining the love of the fans at a speed higher than i have seen anything for a very long time you know it's just uh what's the good word uh when you get you somebody me. sick what is it called <laughs> the contagious it's contagious contagious yeah. okay, okay. Yeah, it's contagious. Nice. yes that's that's yeah i like it thank you uh yeah i try to make contagious music yes you're right yes that's what i try to do <laughs> exactly so yeah i don't really care about like if my song like become a uh, number one or uh, i prefer to 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 see my song stay in the lane like for a long time and become and growing up growing up Mm -hmm. step by step I love that like a slow burner yep I was going to yeah. mention too how social media plays a role too because if you get if TikTok gets a hold of one of your songs it's all over like it just it depends like it could be a shuffler who uses your music and then that goes viral I think 
that gives your music even longer of a lifeline as well, because you just never know where it's going to pop up. Yeah. And, and everyone had time this past year. We they, were home. They can, pick like, <laughs> they, can, they can pick like an old song. You, nobody knows. Yep. Yeah. TikTok is funny. Yeah. <clears throat> we didn't have anything else to do for this past year <laughs> besides yes. spend time yes. online. So yes. Yes. it was spend a lot of time on TikTok to understand what yep. is going on. Not what, only what, that, what, but, uh, live streaming events too can you talk a little bit about how how you approach that and you know when this first happened about a year ago and things closed down were you thinking live streaming did you have any experience with that before like what was your approach to that so yes i did uh i did uh so at the beginning like everybody jumped on the on the stream stuff mm-hmm. uh and i was like more reserved about that i, I wanted to see like i wanted to see where we, where we, what was the point of that? Because I, personally, I, do, I didn't really like to see a DJ alone mixing a front mm-hmm. of a camera. I thought it was not good for the, for the image of a DJ sculpture. I, I, I didn't think it was that good at the beginning. Then I realized it will be for a long time. Then I changed my mind a little bit. Then I choose, I choose which, uh, which one, uh, which, oh my God. Mm-hmm. I have the long week in Miami. I'm yeah. super tired. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yeah, so we, cho- we choose which one I wanted to do. And uh, I did uh, one insomniac uh, one. I, I did mm-hmm. maybe one personal, uh, two personal one. I did like maybe four live stream mm-hmm. in the all, all year. And uh, I choose them like uh, very uh, early. Selectively. Because yeah, like I didn't want to play uh, every, uh, every, uh, every day or every week alone in my room I, I think it was sad but don't 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 take it bad like it, some mm-hmm. dj made it and it was good for them but for me didn't, didn't. no we share your opinion we totally agree same mm-hmm. was for me it was like first uh, everybody went to do it and i said you know it's for wrong reasons because just to do it all that it's gonna make is very oversaturated and then the fans yeah. are gonna be like okay there's like 25 of them a day or mm-hmm. who, what is that gonna yeah. do and at yeah. one point we were like we are talking about like oh what can we do now what, what how can we surprise the the the, the fans and uh, but you went so 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 far like streams on the was... boat streams on the mountains <laughs> so I was like what can we do now go in space like I don't know so yeah. we did like a simple one I was in the garden with mm-hmm. two turntables like super simple and actually like people love it so that's what we did but. Uh, it works for some DJs, so yeah, we had a, there, is a, there was a lot of surprise, and uh, it, I watched some of them. What's really changed our mind on that perspective is the fact that we realized that people are home, and of course, as you said, it's lasting longer. And we I, we started paying attention to the live streams and realizing that it brings people closer together. It was creating real connection. Yeah. Yeah. We saw people talking, and we realized, hey. What what can these people do? They can sit home and be depressed and watch news, or yes. they can dance. And this is if this is the best that we can do right now, then be it. And I think when that happened, and also we realized that this is gonna stay like this for many many months, it's become different. And I think some of this uh, live sets you've done, they were done with production. There was a lot of uh, you know yeah. uh, heart in it, and you know I. I'm wondering what happens next to it. Do you? Th- what do you think happens once live events come out? It's a conversation we have a lot with different people, and everybody has different opinions on it. Yeah, yeah, because uh, yeah, we also like streamings and uh, 
can be cool. They can be cool. There is there is a good energy on it. There is something. And it was something new, like Twitch. All this stuff is new. I, I, the 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 live productions too like was was great. Uh, uh, and I see what I, what I personally think is like, what about if we can do a live stream shows right now, like like Ultra did, for example, Festival Ultra. They did this mm -hmm. since years. But what about if even for a small club, like you can see like your best DJ playing in in a I don't know in China in China I don't know mm -hmm. live streams. Yes. With uh, everybody can comment in the same time. I think it can be like a good thing for the for the industry in the future. Uh, like always, don't don't do too much. Like I don't want to do too much of this. Mm -hmm. Always find a good balance between uh, the demand and the offers. Uh, that's what I try to do. Uh, what else? Um, yeah, you know, yeah. I we, we, we again, the, you know, it <laughs> seems like we agree on a lot. Same, same here. You know, the way we feel is. If Dombrowski is playing in Los Angeles at the live show and I live in, I don't know, Chicago or Brazil and I'm a fan, if I have an opportunity to watch it, if I'm home and I have the time, mm -hmm. that would be very, very fun experience well, for me. Also, uh, it's not like, a, I'm not thinking about money, but it's also there can be a, a, like the box uh, fights. What mm -hmm. about if you, uh, you pay $10 and you see your best DJ playing, like, I don't know, five, I, don't, I have no idea, but. If you, if you want, really want to see how is uh, how's your DJ playing live and uh, you can see it doesn't come in your country, you can see in live stream, I, I think it can be exciting, yeah. Mm -hmm. And, you, and uh, it a, gives it's a, it's you a, it's guys... It's a, a new economy too in the, in the, in the business. Can, can Completely. Um, but, it, you know, I think it also gives you an opportunity to grow as an artist because yeah, what happens is exactly. if you've never been to New Zealand and somebody in New Zealand yeah. happens to like some of your tracks and now they can watch a live stream and they say, wow, this is great. It then converts into a larger audience and more bookings and festivals. And, you know, I think it could but work. Life, in the right... life will always be better, okay? <laughs> life will always be better. Go see the DJ we when agree. it's open. But yes, if you're, I don't know, stuck in the, in, in the jungle and you have internet, why not? <laughs> this is true. Yeah. This is true. When shows come back, I know you, you mentioned when this happened, you were in the middle of a tour, but... How are you approaching that, like booking new shows? And what are some cities that you haven't been to yet that you would like to hit up? Uh, well, I'm really excited about to come back on full the force. Tour and, yeah, that's yeah, that's my life. So mm -hmm. that's what I do. So yes, um, I was supposed to go to uh, to Brazil. I, I I was supposed to have uh, like a two weeks tour in Brazil uh, last year, wow. and I was really excited about it because I never been there. So, so also South America, I went to Mexico, but uh, no Colombia, no Brazil. And uh, I love the culture of uh, South America. I, I love it a lot. And I was like, I'm going to feel good there. And it didn't happen. So yeah, I, I'm really excited to, uh, to, uh, to, to go back there. Brazil, Colombia, Argentina, all this country that I love. South America, Brazil. yeah. MJ, have you done Brazil? You've probably you've been everywhere. <laughs> I've been to Sao Paulo. I, lo I, love, I love Brazil. I mean, I, I have only been to Sao Paulo, but my experience there has been amazing. It's such a metro city and they yeah. love music and they know how to party. I mean, yeah, know. yeah, yeah. And yeah, they have yeah. really good food. <laughs> yes, yes, everything, the music. I, I love everything from there. Uh, I will be also excited to go back. Uh, I played one time in Ibiza, just one time. And uh, uh, yeah. So I think what's going to happen to Ibiza, and I think you go in there a lot, is I think the, the sound is shifting. You know, like if you go back 10 years, certain sounds were just like coming oh, yeah, up yeah. and now they're mainstream and, you know, the tech house. And I think now yeah. this uplifting house uh, is making it, it is slowly making 
you know, its way to the island. And I think sooner than later, there'll be residencies exactly playing what you're playing. You also fit greatly already into some of the brands that do really well. So, yeah. Nice. I can wait. I love Ibiza. <laughs> a lot of potential. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious too, just to chat a little bit uh, more about music. How, what have you been working on this past year? Or what can people expect to get out of you next? <laughs> um, it was a, as a, as a, as a, as a creative artist too, it, it was a tough year to be like a creative mm-hmm. this past year. Uh, I remember I called some friends. I was like, are you making music right now? Or what, what is going on? I, because I was like, because it was hard for me to, to create music because you really inspire about the new release of the artists you like. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about copying anybody, but I'm talking about like be, be inspired mm-hmm. and you can try on the club and you can see in the club like, oh, maybe that's a new song maybe i can go there i can try this type of music so it was it was it was hard but what you can ex- expect it i made some music kind of <laughs> I, 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 made, I made some music thanks uh i have a release uh, this friday on tour room with uh, camden cox awesome uh yes and i have like um uh i have i have, I have some good music Yes, I don't know what to say. Yeah, I have some music ready All to right. go. We'll yeah, yeah, yeah. I have some music ready to go. I know. I don't know what to say. Yeah, I have some music for sure. Uh, it was hard to produce this last year. Like it's coming mm-hmm. back. Now we can travel a little bit in America, so it's good for me uh, to see. Mm-hmm. So I know it's like favorite. And we can have favorite. Sorry. No, I, was, I know it's like picking your favorite baby, but from all the tracks that you have out so far, what's your favorite track by Dombrowski? Oh, <clears throat> uh, I, I love Simple Hit. I love, I love this one. And I also love like uh, one of my first songs. I signed, uh, the song is Be Real. It's, uh, I released in 2016. It's not famous at all, but it's, it's, there is like a touch of garage music because at the beginning I, I tried to mix like house and garage. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I, I, I switched, but I, I was looking for my sound at the beginning. So I, I, I tried to, uh, to be inspired by the UK uh, UK vibe and stuff, and uh, this this song is be real, so you can check in Spotify when you want. It's a type of garage, R&B house. I don't know how you can call this. <laughs> Definitely, I love check this. it out today. There is a lot of strings inside, and with a type of two-step beat, and cool. uh, yeah. Do you go back to France for 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 the show? Says Dombrowski. Um, France is a is a is a curious country. When I say that, it's like. Uh, uh, it took me time to understand my, my own country, but what, what I realized is like friends, they love to, uh, to see their artists become famous outside first. And then when they are, they are famous, they love to bring them back to their country and say, <laughs> hey, they are French. Right. You know, that they, they, do, they do this all the time. Uh, so no, I, I didn't play a lot in France. And uh, it's, it's not a big deal for me because uh, I, I, I knew is my old, old name. So Mm-hmm. With my so, but yeah, in the future, I would be excited to, to play there for sure. Yeah, cool. I'm, would be I'm curious. What, too what, what was the question again? That, if you've gone back to France to play, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, so yeah, I, I, no lie, I think I played like two times with in France, with wow. Don which is not a lot. Well, you've got a lot of other places but, uh, <laughs> to see, like you said, on yeah, your list. There, there is big festival, there is good stuff, but um. Yeah, I, I was focused on the American market, so mm-hmm. that's why I don't. I'm, I'm not upset at all to not play that much in France. 
Mm-hmm. I no, I, I mean, the, the, the real reason why I asked is I was wondering if you go to France and play as Dombrowski as the fans that know you from your hip-hop world will come back and, you know, dance uh, to it and just not, fill it out. Oh, no, 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 not really, because when I stopped my older, older project, I, I stopped everything. I canceled everything. I changed. <laughs> so some people know us for sure, some friends and stuff. Some people know us for my, uh, for my hometown, they, they know, but some people know, some people don't. But no, I, I would yeah. prefer to have new fans. Yeah, new future, 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 every time. I'm also, I was wondering too with this pasture, because I know you said obviously it's a little bit hard to to feel creative or motivated with everything going on, but what what about collaborations? Do you feel like it's easier or was easier to interact with artists because they had some downtime at, as well? Because I'm just, I love your collaboration with Noisy Rave Alarm. That's one of my favorite songs. Oh, thank but, you. Um, yeah, thank I'm just curious about how collaboration fits into all of this. Uh, I feel. I mean, like my my friends, they they feel the same. Mm-hmm. We all we were all in this situation. Like I I didn't have any friends say, "Oh, bro, I made so many bangers during the <laughs> pandemic." Like this is insane. No, yeah. Nobody tell me this. Nobody. So yeah, we 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 talk with some. Yeah, I have some. I I have some collaborative with some with some friends too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's uh, I I start to 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 go back to work and like since uh, three four months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's it. So yeah, there is some collab, but it's a, it's a it's a it's a big process again. But it's a big process. Like as a DJ and a producer, we need we need the, the live, we mm-hmm. need to travel, we need to meet people, we need to uh, to to go to the party, we need to uh, be tired, we need to wake up somewhere. With everything is important to be creative. I mean, for me, mm-hmm. like I need to travel to be creative. Yeah. If I stay in my home, like I, I, I cannot. Like I need to Same. go in the club. I, I love to go to see also DJ too. Like I, I'm, 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 I'm a fan of uh, mm-hmm. of house. I'm a fan of music in general. So I love to go out. Even I love mm-hmm. yeah, all same type of for music. Me. Yeah. Yeah, like so, everything is kind of based on interactions and feeding the energy from other people and other musicians yeah. and just being out and understanding and just dancing on the you know, dance floor and just, just feeding this energy. And, you know, that's what drives same. Yeah, that's when you, the when, tough part mm-hmm. of this year. Yeah. It's yeah. just kind of being secluded in a way. But it's coming back. It's coming back. Yeah, like I said, I was in Miami, even it was not uh, really, uh, it was a little bit dangerous with all this uh, situation, mm-hmm. but it's my personal decision. So mm-hmm. as a human being, I decided to go there. And uh, I saw some crazy DJs give me some ideas. Uh, out <laughs> with the mask for sure yeah and um yeah it's important it's important oh yeah. man i can't wait to see a live set by yours i was gonna say too i feel like you get a lot of energy from back-to-back sets as well i wanted to ask you if you have any dream back-to-back sets you would like to play well for sure um i love i love uh, <clears throat> i don't know him but i love the way uh, patrick topping is playing yeah. Mm. Like I, I love the music he plays. Like he, he's, he's going crazy, and uh, I don't say my music fits with his style, but uh, I'm, I'm a fan. First, I, I love what he does, and mm. the way he play, like that's I, I love how he play. Like he, he, he go fast. I go fast when I play. When I play, I go fast. I don't let like seven minute song. I never do that. Mm-hmm. That's why maybe there is. A, I try to put like a lot of energy because maybe I, I go fast with the, the tracks, and I think he's going fast too. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, I like Patrick Topping. Who else? Uh, uh, I would love to play with uh, Armand Van Enden. It's an old dream. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm a fan of him. Uh, 
Yeah, I love HVAC too. Uh, we're manifesting it. This we're putting yeah. it out into the universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, for sure, you. Sure, sure. <laughs> yeah. It's it's great yeah. that you're saying Patrick Topping and Patrick is a good friend and, and like. Oh, nice. The thing is, I don't know ex- that the music doesn't fit. I think the music fits, and, and and that's what I always tell Emma. You know, when we talk, is like like mm. look at Patrick for example, right? And Patrick, he has come up on like international stage. He's come up from paradise. You know, that's where like early, in yeah, early yeah, days yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. knowing about Patrick, like I didn't know him when he was just in UK. So when I started to first know him, he was coming from like Pitong's camp or from Paradise camp. You know, and it was a lot of energy in that style. And even back then, uh, when in America, for instance, there wasn't much uplifting house. I said, well, the people are going to love it because for the people who love EDM, right? And then like, yeah, well, we don't like that sound anymore, but we still love the energy. That was the sound. And that's what I meant when I was saying earlier that your style would fit some of the existing brands because I think it's it's finally coming close together. And then the fans of the two different sounds are also coming closer together. And, and honestly, that's one of the missions we have with this project and this podcast is we feel like there is a bridge that needs to be built and connect all of it because the more the merrier, you know, more fun, bigger stages. So totally, yes. that's awesome. Totally, yes. and, and you said Armin Van Helden, yeah? Was the other yeah, guy? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's all Legend. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I, I, I was, uh, it gave me a lot of inspiration. Yes, it's been all over this big legend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gosh, that's going to be fun to see. Are there any, like, I guess any younger artists or rising talent right now that you have your eye on or that you think are being yes, innovative? Yes, sure. I, I, I love, uh, did you hear about the Sosa? Yes, Sosa. UK, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, oh, it's, yeah, it's <laughs> Every time you release a song, I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. Uh, there's him, there's a, Clooney is good, Clooney. Clooney is great. Okay. Uh, John Summit is doing very well right now. Yeah, uh, he's really catching big fire right now, John Summit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's doing great and uh, he's a really good, uh, really cool guy. Uh, I don't know, I don't know what else, but yeah. So See, I'm really happy that you are saying all these names. It just, you know, proves everything we keep talking about. Just, you know, because Sosa is from kind of a different world, if you think about it a yeah. little bit. Yeah, totally, totally. Then John, it's definitely a different world than John Summit. They have different families oh, yeah. for sure. But yet they're in the same conversation. And it's just because mm-hmm. this is where organically we are going. And when we're going to look at this podcast two years from now, this will make a lot more sense, you know, for <laughs> mm-hmm. those who are watching and listening. It's like, I, I, trust I, I, us. I, I, Oh, there's a, uh, another one. Uh, oh. oh, my God. I, I, you were just in Miami for a long weekend. We understand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. I love this guy. Damn. It's a, it's a techno uh, techno guy. Uh, uh, same. Like, just come up like two years ago. Like, it's amazing. Oh, my God. Shame on me. Yeah. So, like. Where is he from? Like, from UK. Will uh, Clark? No, re- rebuke. 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 Okay. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my God. Fantastic. <laughs> That poly track really blew him up. Oh, I think that was his first big track. Mm-hmm. So as you can see, I tried, I'm inspired by mm-hmm. there's good music in general. I don't care the style, like I just get inspired by. Yes, yeah. Every every electronic music. Oh, well, we we think you have a very very big future ahead. Mm-hmm. You know, and this is why I want to speak with you. We are selfish. We're like, yo, let's speak to Dom right now because in two years when this guy is like on top of the world, <laughs> guess who put it on first? 
you know we're trying to be the tears now we really respect the approach you have to music and just like you've proved it today by just talking about smaller rooms and more intimate rooms and Mm -hmm. an ability to control the crowd all of that is like really sincere and organic and i think like this is how you grow in today's world right you start with like most engaged audience the people that like saw you first and like hey i told you about him i told you about him and that's how how you grow but then when you get to like a certain place you just scale there's no limits anymore you know and i think that that's the like a journey that takes a little bit of time i was so pleasantly surprised to learn just during pandemic as i was having a conversation about nft and some digital stuff like five months ago before it all blew up that your name came up in this conversation that was basically about like LA warehouse scene and like LA underground scene. And I'm like, okay, well, that's really great to know. Cause I didn't know that. So we're learning as we go and, you know, yes. loving what we're getting from you so far. And I was really excited to have you at El Row in New York and the, you yes. know, the freaking pandemic, but we'll do it again. So there's like so much happening. We're really excited for you a lot. Yes. <laughs> By, weird question, just off because, like, are you friends with Shiva? Given that he's yeah. French and hip hop, did you guys know each other back back in France? Yes, yeah. I, I know. I know him before it was Shiba San. Yeah, yeah. Ah, like, yeah. French. You guys like country. to change names. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's a, you know, he's a, he's a crazy uh, scratch. Uh, yeah, 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 crazy yeah. Scratch guy. Mm, yes, guy. yes, yeah. yes. No, I know him since a long time. He's a lo- lovely guy, and uh, yeah, we we uh, I saw him like. Uh, few weeks ago yeah yeah it's funny you say i saw green velvet once it was without we we did it in vegas not the long ago and green velvet was you know singing the the his vocal and then shiba was scratching while he was singing it was a lot of fun yeah yeah, yeah. it was cool that's great and this new song is a a really good song Uh, just raise the song on the mars really good go check out it's great yeah, I'm going to look up all, everybody. We need to put together like a playlist, I think, <laughs> after these episodes <laughs> so we can put all the songs together. I think that would be a good idea for the fans listening. But yeah, thank you so much for your time today. It was really great chatting with you. And we seriously wish you the best of luck with everything. I hope you thank get you. out there and play more shows soon. Everything's opening up. So yeah, we'll always support, man. You know, we always got your back. So if you, when you have new music coming up, you know, ask Michael, hit us up. We will love you. And we want to encourage you to keep going the way you are, you know, and uh, we got you back. And uh, we think the audience will follow and looking forward to meeting you and having some tequila somewhere soon. (laughs) Yes, please. (laughs) Thank you so much, guys. Thank you. Thanks for having me. All the best to you. Bye. 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 And we're back, you guys. We hope you enjoyed that interview with Dombreski. Like I said, I don't know, maybe I can... um, Maybe we can put together a Spotify playlist or I can put some links to some of the artists and some of the songs he mentioned today in the YouTube description because I think that'd be really fun for everybody to listen along. Definitely. I have a playlist on Spotify. You guys should check it out. Uh, search for Michael Julian. You'll find it. It's called Amakase, like sushi. And it's because I serve whatever I want and you guys enjoy. And But I promise you won't be disappointed like a sushi chef. Yeah. But yeah, what a great guy, right? You can feel the energy. He really, really had a journey, had a successful career, it seems like, and chose to just like completely reset and go back and uh, mm-hmm. start something totally new. So much respect for that journey and, you know, wish him all the best and can't wait to see him on, um, on the D and in the booth and dance to him. 
Yeah, I totally agree. I loved what he said too about kind of being more of a slow burner and just have like gradually he's not in any rush. He just really wants to go with the flow and make the music that he wants to make and release it in his own time. So I really appreciated what he said about that. Um, and yeah, I think you guys can tell just by hearing him talk today, he's such a good person and we wish him Definitely. all the success in the world. And I can't wait for his new music. You can see sincere. He's not doing this mm -hmm. for any other reason, but to make people happy and make music. And, you know, this is usually who really makes it. And that's a sustainable way of being an artist. And mm -hmm. that's what all the successful and great artists have in common. You know, they do it for, for the love and I'm, uh, you know, I'm very hopeful that today was the day we were able to introduce Dombreski to a lot of new people who didn't know him, because mm -hmm. that's partially why we enjoyed this podcast. And again, as always, guys, thank you so much for the support. And please let us know who you want us to bring back to the show. We love your feedback. We will listen to your comments. And uh, thanks. I love you. Yeah. Thank you guys. And like we said, we, you know, each and every week, we're just trying to get better and better. We're going to have a new podcast intro, like the YouTube videos. We're trying to improve everything as we go along. So thank you for coming along for the ride with us. We have some really incredible interviews lined up and um, yeah, you subscribe can subscribe to the us. channel, right? Yeah. Subscribe because <laughs> when the new interviews come out, you'll just be notified. Just hit subscribe on this YouTube mm -hmm. channel and you'll be the first to know about no. <laughs> Love Turn you guys. Notifications, uh, do all the things. <laughs> keep the comments going. Keep the messages going. Make our life difficult. Let us go and work <laughs> and get you the, the interviews for the upcoming, you know, episodes. I think we have mm -hmm. a couple in, in in lined up that you will love. And looking forward to the more. Yep. Thank you guys for listening. We'll be back next Tuesday with a new episode. 